I was keenly aware that these boys had a different life from mine. They were fulfilling expectations that they would be doctors and lawyers. Play, for them, meant football. What I knew about footy, you could have written on a piece of toilet paper. In order to survive, I learned to know which team was on top of the ladder and to say things like, Carna Saints. But as for what holding the man meant, or which team Jezza played for... Grade 5 Red was in the neglect of Mr. Geddes. His idea of teaching was to write on the board, page 13, exercises, 4 to 9, and make us do them in silence. He'd sit on a desk and order one of us to scratch his back. He liked to terrorise us, picking his nose and wiping it on us, knocking our books off the desk, opening someone's bag and eating his lunch. One day, a boy called Kevin asked to be allowed to go to the toilet. Mr. Geddes made him stand on the platform and sing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Kevin did so, his legs jiggling in an attempt to stop pissing himself. Now with actions. None of us laughed. We were just glad it wasn't us. Kevin did the nursery rhyme with actions and then ran for the door. Another time, Mr. Geddes told us to read a chapter about Cromwell and the Roundheads and left the room. We were doing as we were told when his head suddenly appeared through an open window. He ordered Kevin up on the platform to get the strap. But I wasn't doing anything, sir. Exactly. You should have been reading about Cromwell and the Roundheads. Get up there before I make it the full six. Heavy with persecution, Kevin sloped up to the platform and took his punishment. The other regular victim was Andy, a milky fat kid with a skin rash and a permanently running nose. Geddes would tease him until he was in tears, and then would get us all to sing a version of a folk song, Oh Andy, don't you weep, don't you mourn. When the bell went, we would tumble out into the playground and roughhouse each other, asserting our strength so that we would never become the milky fat kid who was so loathsome. Damien. Out of this landscape appeared a boy called Damien. He was from a working-class family, his father and brothers were in the army, but he was a rebel. His hair was long, his attitude defiant. He thought football was stupid. With a shock of glossy black hair tumbling into his eyes, he looked like Mowgli from The Jungle Book. Our point of contact was born of this rebelliousness, smoking. I had already been experimenting. One Friday night I sat on my parents' bed watching a St. Trinian's movie. Two girls were smoking in the toilets. I lit a match, blew it out, and drew back the fumes. I felt sophisticated despite the sulphurous burning in my throat. Another time I filled a paper straw with lawn clippings and nearly set my lungs on fire as I drew back the burning grass. Damien and I were going up to the park when I spied a cigarette butt on the ground and put it in my mouth. He pulled out a whole pack of Craven A's and some matches. You smoke? Duh. Wow, what's it like? He offered me one. Not here. Where? He was testing me. I showed him a couple of hollow pine trees that were hiding places for local kids their branches smooth from years of polishing by children's bums. This sanctuary was to become ours. We were partners in crime, a secret society in our secret headquarters. 
Our ritual always started with a cigarette. The smoke provided safety as we talked about school, what a dickhead so-and-so was, or the time Gilligan built that car out of coconuts. I liked Damien, and I was happy that he liked me. Although we weren't in the same class, we always found each other at breaks and played handball in the concrete squares of the playground, practiced tricks with Coca-Cola yo-yos or climbed over the back of the green shed to have a cigarette. The bench I was sitting on was slowly being torn from its place by the roots of the liquid ambers that surrounded the lunch quadrangle. All around me, the broken asphalt said that these trees were winning a war. I was trying to finish my lunch before English. I hadn't done my homework and had spent the break composing a poem about scraping away to the inner essence. Sitting nearby was the sunglasses boy.